Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first official episode of the Elder Council podcast. If you haven't already listened to it, you can go back and check out episode zero, which was just a quick introduction kind of an episode, just a quick little 10 to 15 minute deal to give you a little heads up about what's going to be going on here, but we're going to get right into it. This is the actual first episode of the podcast. The first time that we will be having a guest on in the future, we'll be having all sorts of different creative guests and whatnot. Today is a really special one, the first guest, first interview of the podcast. Uh, I figure in most episodes like this, we'll start with a quick, just little, maybe 10, 10 minute talk, give you guys a just heads up about what's going on behind the scenes of the channel, a little housekeeping, get all that stuff out of the way. We don't have any uh, sponsors or ads or anything like that to deal with, but if there's anything cool going on, I'll give you guys a heads up about that here. And I did forget to mention in the little episode zero, uh, because we don't have any ads or sponsors or anything like that, pretty much the only thing that I'm going to try to kind of point you guys towards are the two charities that we support on the actual Elder Sith Twitch channel that I stream on. So those are the two charities that I believe really strongly in. One that we've been kind of following and helping for a while, Against Malaria. The Against Malaria Foundation uh, is one of the most highly rated charities on GiveWell, which is an organization that tracks the effectiveness of charities, which shows how far your actual money goes towards helping save people's lives. So the Against Malaria Foundation is, I think it's actually number one on GiveWell for the past couple years. So the number one most highly rated charity in terms of effectiveness. And then the second charity is one that we actually have just started to support on the channel. And that's one called the Able Gamers. And they spend their resources trying to help disabled people who are interested in gaming or playing games, and they get them technology and resources so that they can play games more effectively and play with other people, which I think is super important and something kind of near to my heart as well because of my upbringing playing games my whole life and using gaming and the social aspect of video games and computers and stuff like that to kind of as an escape from kind of mental illness and depression and you know how it is getting getting to play games to get away from the the everyday stresses is is already something that we all do and i can't imagine not being able to do that especially if life was even harder in terms of having to deal with the everyday struggles of being disabled or having issues like that so I think Able Gamers is doing some really amazing work, and that's definitely a charity that we should all support and check out. I will try to leave links to them anywhere you can You can find links. I'll definitely have them on my Twitch channel and maybe in the show notes of this if I can figure out how to do that. <laughs> Still getting used to all of that kind of stuff, but that's about it for that. No ads or anything like that. I guess you could check me out on all the uh, social media platforms, The Elder Sith, pretty much everywhere. Um, twitch.tv slash elder sith and that's about it if you are brand new to the podcast i'm jesse your host here i also stream at twitch like i just said 
hopefully this podcast will become a really good behind-the-scenes look into what I'm doing both on the stream and off, and I'm super excited to bring you guys all of the guests that we can find, be that streamers, creative types, artists, any anything at all that I find passion or interest in. And today is no different. Our first guest I'm super excited to bring to you, a good friend of mine, another streamer who I found on Twitch a couple months ago who plays similar types of games to me, really awesome sense of humor. We, we really get along pretty well. We kind of immediately got a connection on Twitch as soon as I found his channel. I was just looking for kind of some random game, somewhat similar to Dark Souls that I had found out about, and I'm a really big fan of those types of games, so I found him playing it. He was having a great time being pretty funny and kind of playing the game the way that I could see myself doing it as well. And we've just been great friends ever since. Our communities are super closely involved, and I just love hanging out with this guy, and I want to see what his thoughts in more detail are on on Twitch and otherwise, and I think you guys would be super interested in that as well. So, without any more uh, rambling introductions and nonsense, we'll just get right into it. This is the first interview with a guest on the podcast, first guest. Give him all the love and support that you can. My friend, Softcore Samurai. Alright, so, welcome to the first official episode of the Elder Council podcast, Samurai. I just did a little bit of an introduction that the listeners will hear before this, but if you would like to kind of introduce yourself and maybe say a little bit about what your stream is all about and what kind of stuff you stream, then I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, okay, um, I guess my name's Softcore Samurai, but everyone just calls me Sam or Samuel. Or just Samurai. Uh, obviously, I stream on Twitch. Um, I guess my streams sort of close to Sifs. Uh, we uh, typically play the same games, Dark Souls types games, right? Uh, harder games essentially, RPGs mostly. Uh, I do like shooters. I try to play them every now and then, but I get pretty tilted. So, <laughs> <laughs> so norm- they're not normally a mainstay on the channel. So you kind of like to play more challenging games and stuff like that. I totally see the appeal of that. And I, like you said, yeah. I think we play kind of similar stuff. Um, I, I, I like to play shooters as well, just more off stream. It's kind of not really what I'm going for uh, content-wise. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you're a little yeah. bit of the same. So uh-huh. I found you, like I think <laughs> I said in the introduction, I found you through actually looking for some of those like Dark Souls-like kind of yeah. games. Death's um, Gambit, wasn't it? Death's Gambit was the first one that yeah. I found you playing. Yeah, which is still a game that I need to play, but yeah. Dark it's Souls has game. kind of spawned this entire uh, sub-genre of games that are uh-huh. kind of just clones of Dark Souls. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's about 50-50 whether they're going to be like really fantastic games and kind of hold their own <laughs> or just be like garbage. It's a cash grab, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of cool that there's this whole community of other content creators that are kind of playing that same style of games. So uh-huh. I found you through that, and then we ended up just kind of becoming friends, and we have these similar, awesome, similar uh, communities and senses of humor and stuff like that, and thank uh-huh. you. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> so what got you into 
streaming, I guess, the kind of the whole purpose of this podcast is going to try to interview other creators and not just streamers and see kind of what got them started and what their hobbies and interests are. So what got you into streaming? And then secondly, like what got you into streaming like those types of games? Uh, so I guess, uh, I guess my interest kind of starts back when I kind of found out what Twitch was actually. Well, I guess it was actually just in TV back then. You started way back then. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Probably like right at the end of Justin TV. I didn't start streaming back then, but I was watching. Right. Um, what, what kind of stuff were you watching back then? Uh, Call of Duty stuff, actually. <laughs> okay, so that's pretty old school as far as like, gaming uh, content goes. Yeah, uh, Pokemon Showdown. Well, I used to watch uh, this guy named Blame Truth, who was like one of the like, original commentators for Call of Duty way back when YouTube's infancy. Right. Uh, and he uh, essentially moved over to the, the Just Then and then moved over to Twitch. And like, uh, you know, I'll check out, see if this is. I had no idea what the hell live streaming was at the time. So, <laughs> right. and I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. And I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> he stopped playing, so I can't watch anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's pretty interesting. But then as it, you know, as the years passed, this probably was like 2012 or something like that. Probably a little earlier, in fact. Um, but as like probably like around 2014, 2015, Twitch kind of exploded, and that's pretty much was. I still watch YouTube stuff. Don't get me wrong, right. but like that, I kind of shifted my focus more to Twitch. Okay, and I think the first time I ever tried streaming uh, was I want to say 2017 from my Xbox One. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you know that's little that's that's fairly low commitment to it. I think that's how most people get started. Just hit that Twitch button on the console exactly. just to try it out and see how it's how, see how it goes. Exactly, and then uh, you know I kind of liked it. You know it's hard to get any viewers in there, obviously, but uh, I yeah, liked it's it. It's Still hard, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we know that. <laughs> and uh, I think I stopped. You know, just like as a normal hobby type thing, I stopped. Right. And then this most recent time I started up again, maybe six, seven months ago. And I just thought I would give it a real try. I'm not really in it for like money sakes of anything. Like it's, yeah, that's cool and all. But like, I kind of like, I like the community. That's why I love, you know, hanging out in your chat and all that stuff. Like I love the community of it all. Yeah, man. That's definitely kind of yeah. my focus as well. So would you say like, do you have any larger like end goals or anything like that of your Twitch channel? Just trying to like grow a community or uh, I was thinking that I don't that I think that's like a little bit of my issue. Like I don't have a end goal to this. Like I don't have a set goal or anything like this. It's just kind of like uh, it's going to be organic. But I think that's a little bit of limiting because you don't have you're not working towards anything. Right. Yeah, but, I think. Um, um, kind of getting into like the meta behind twitch a little bit like a lot of people do go into it like i'm gonna be like the next big guy yeah. or whatever and you know make a million dollars a month off of this crazy stuff and i think that's the wrong way to get into it but i also think the people who are like i don't even want to get to affiliate exactly. because exactly. i don't want to make any money off of this and i just want it to be a hundred percent organic and real you know uh -huh. like i think that's a little bit the uh -huh. wrong way as well you want to be somewhere in between like having goals i think no matter what hobby or uh kind of pursuit you're going at is healthy even if it seems a little bit like you're kind of in yeah. it for like financial reasons or whatever and that's that's part of it like i didn't want to seem disingenuous to the people i'm you know uh communicating with like you know right. i didn't want to seem like i just want your money like that's not what it is for me 
Right. Um, but I also understand like people want quality and I should be more, I should produce better content if they're going to be there. You know, it's not just about the money. It's just about the value of it. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, the community is like such awesome people. And like, you have to think most people on Twitch are just as kind of plugged into it and just as smart as any streamer. I would say like a lot of, Streamers have that like stereotypical like you know god complex you know they think they're better than everyone else but really I think <laughs> don't most, even talk to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> most of my at least experiences that people in the community either know just as much or more than me about it so I think the best way to be genuine is just to show like mm-hmm. not that you're going for the money or anything like that but just to show them that you do have those goals and that you want to grow and yeah. that kind of gives them the guarantee that you're going to stick around and provide the value yeah. and the content that they're looking for and you're not just going to like up and disappear someday just because you're not making fat checks or whatever you know uh-huh. so i think that is a good way to strike that balance so you've been i guess you said you you kind of started back up seriously again like 6 or 7 months ago yeah, yeah. Um, prior to this, I actually streamed on Mixer for a little bit because really? I, I wanted the smaller community. And the problem with Mixer is that it's not that it's small. That's fine. But uh, the problem with Mixer is that it doesn't have that... Uh, the Mixer platform isn't good for community building, I feel. Right, it's and just like people I that forgot, just pop in and out. Yeah, I forgot what made me finally switch... I think Twitch came out with something or other. And I'm like, this is like legit. Uh, I think it was teams, like stream teams. Okay. And Mixer doesn't have that, or at least they didn't have it when I was streaming. Just kind of proved to you that Twitch was more interested in community building and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. I'm like, you know, millions of people on Twitch. I'm like, oh, you have these smaller teams where people help each other out. I'm like, awesome. That's pretty cool. That's great for trying to get off the ground. And that's exactly what I did. And I've never turned back. I got affiliate with them, like, three or four weeks yeah, I joined uh, the Dreamy team shout out to the Dreamy team sorry for uh, advertising Hell but yeah, um <laughs> but yeah I got affiliated within like uh, three weeks or something like that um probably like a week within being in the Dreamy team um and I got affiliated like one stream or something like that one big raid stream where I was like blasted playing Dark Souls yeah and uh <laughs> I still have clips of it on my channel. I'm trying to delete them, but <laughs> you got to keep that stuff for ten years down the road so you yeah, can remember. Exactly. That's cool, but, man. Yeah. I think a big part of like at least a, a big question that I get from a lot of people, and a, a reason that I wanted to do this podcast was because not people who are curious about how to like get those huge end goals and stuff, but just people that want to get started and people who are curious about how to take the first steps into like getting Uh affiliated and stuff, you know? And I think it's a lot easier than people think. I actually didn't know that you kind of just got like started back up again that recently. Uh Um, I think when I found you, that must've been not too long after you kind of started back up again. Then that's pretty cool. I also started, uh, around i think seven months ago this month so we kind of might have started around the same time which is pretty awesome yeah i think so i think so yeah but yeah i have the same story like maybe a couple weeks of kind of messing around seeing how things go and then it clicked pretty quick and another couple weeks after that i was affiliated and Mm -hmm. i think i remember joining your channel and your your group that's been great dude i love it well thank you yeah I, i love it i think that community thing really 
has a huge part of it, you know, and that, that even that word just kind of becomes a little bit of a cliche. Like every, <laughs> yeah, everyone every wants the community, stream yeah. you go to, they're like, Oh my God, thank you for joining the community. We have the best uh-huh. community and the word loses its meaning. But like, if you realize the people are real people on the other side of your screen, on, exactly. your, on your screen and you're just, you're streaming to not only entertain, but to hang out with your friends and stuff like uh-huh. that, then you're going to have a way better time about things. Yeah, that's so, the truth. Like, I don't mind who's in my stream, but if someone's talking to me, I'm having the time of my life, to be honest. Yeah, same here, man. Like, yeah. uh, I streamed yesterday with the, the oh God, Anthem just bugging the hell out of me with the, the problem with that streaming with it. But I talked to a <laughs> bishop who I think I met through random British dude, and we just talked about books, like, for an hour, and it was just amazing. Like, it was yeah, me and I'm and talking about books. So you just brought up a, a couple of awesome things I wanted to talk to you about. namely anthem but we'll get to that because that's a big one but the second thing you just said there was like one of the main things that i think that i've done with my channel that has really been a huge facilitator of growth is getting to not only learn the interests of the people that are kind of coming around but to get them to purposely bring them up and talk to you about them that's why i have like in the discord let's say all of the different channels for getting recommendations from people on their favorite books movies tv shows games all that kind of stuff like you can have one person come by that's just an expert on one (laughs) certain type of anime or books or whatever you know and it's really like you can get pretty much an instant friend out of nowhere Uh this person that you've never met before in your life and then they come into your channel and like an hour later you know everything that they're into i think that's yep. not only one of the incredible parts about twitch but technology in general so yeah just the connecting of people with just similar interests is, is like really great on twitch exactly so have you had any of that other than the example that you just said with uh bishop who i i also know he's pretty cool um have you had a lot of that kind of connection over similar interests and stuff like that? I think that's a big reason why people oh. are drawn to Twitch. Oh in yeah, we, we, we you do. We're like we're like cousins or something like oh, that yeah. from like across the country. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing, man. <laughs> yeah, um, she comes to my stream often. Hey, okay, shout out to Hey, okay. But uh, she found me like playing Crash Bandicoot, and we like hit it off. And I've been uh, in her streams and not of her streams like forever now. So it's been a few people that I've, especially Donald. Donald's always bugging him. <laughs> shout out to Donald. Everybody yeah, listening to, to this Donald. has to know who Donald is. And uh, any any new viewers or listeners here, um, we if we bring up anything that is kind of like out of the ordinary or something that sounds unfamiliar, <laughs> you definitely know. Even if you don't know who we're talking about, that's kind of the big thing about Twitch. Is like everyone says networking, you know, and networking networking yeah if you are a new streamer and you try to google anything to do with getting advice on how to grow your stream you're going to see that word probably more than anything and Mm -hmm. a lot of people confuse it for trying to just like self-promote your stream yeah that's definitely not what it is what they really mean is this stuff that we're talking about right here is like getting into communities and meeting people and having these like real legitimate connections with people yep like like you're saying, this community of people is like, I don't know, I think I probably have like a hundred people in my Discord and like yeah. in, in and out of the channel or whatever. And I don't really know any of them, but I feel like they're all my <laughs> friends because of this like silly, crazy internet thing that we have going on, you know? 
it's amazing how much of a personality you can put to a, like just just letters of somebody's name. Yeah, just like, the, the name at, uh, Donald. Now every time I see exactly. that, it's like I know that guy, even though I've never exactly, met the guy in exactly. my life. It's like yeah. I had this personality. Uh-huh. So that's just one of my favorite things, and definitely the biggest reason for why I'm doing this. And it's cool to meet other people that are kind of feeling the same way, you know. So as far as the other thing that you brought up, Anthem. Uh, I wanted to ask you about how do you feel about the kind of Twitch meta and how hyped up games get? It's like so impossible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the big thing that people are always bugging about. Like a new game will be coming out, everyone gets hyped for it, and then littler streamers will want to play shit. that game. And it's it feels like you almost like you can't stream it you can't. because you can't. everyone is. And then the game comes out, and then by the time you actually can stream mm-hmm. the game, it's like not worth doing anymore. Yep. So that was uh, I remember Donald asking me like month before Anthem came out, "Are you going to stream this game?" And I'm like, "No, dude. <laughs> like I'm not streaming this game. Yeah. Like, but you want to play it? You want, you know you've been talking about it for a while. I'm like, I, it's and I wanted to say like I just can't. It's not it's not feasible. It just doesn't make sense to right." And because of this dichotomy of where a new game comes out, it gets a little bit of press uh, between gamers and everything like that. And uh, it's the top viewed or second or third or fourth, whatever. If it's in the top line, it's not worth streaming. Yeah, Uh, it feels like it's like if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, like when a new game comes out on Twitch and it's super hyped up, mm -hmm. like the biggest, let's say, like 10 percent of channels will all be streaming that game. And then it will be so saturated that all of the kind of new viewers who are looking to watch that game will just funnel into those big streamers. Uh-huh. So it feels like that, you'll you'll want to play that game and it'll be too saturated, so you'll give it a couple of weeks and then yep. it'll drop off so hard that it's yeah. not even, it's in, not worth it's not not even in the directory anymore. at all anymore, you know? So, exactly. It's either too oversaturated or there's nobody watching it. So I was just I was so thinking rough. of a game. It's one game that's like the perfect example of it. I forget what it is right now, but um, I can't remember what it is. But uh, and this is kind of like a recent thing, like within the last two years or so, where people, I guess, with the advent of make of a uh, like. Xbox being able to stream straight from Xbox, PS4, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And just being easier to acquire parts to be able to stream. It's just turned into this kind of... <laughs> it's Twitch is a great community space, but it's also, in, to its core, it's a dog-eat-dog place. Right. And it's everyone vying for the attention of the limited amount of viewers there are. Uh, and it could just... Some things aren't smart to do. Like uh, I remember when it first started, this is when Fortnite was getting to its uh, <laughs> to its uh, legendary status, its legendary status of the greatest game on the planet. And if you're not, <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> um, Still never right? played it, by the way. It's it's fun with friends. <laughs> That's like the worst thing you could say about a game. It's fun <laughs> with friends. <laughs> Uh, but that's what was the one thing. Like besides community, I was like people were like do not stream Fortnite, mm. do not, you're not gonna grow. And it's been with every new release. Apex has been the same way. I streamed that twice, and I'm like, this is not, this is stupid. Yeah. Uh, Fallout 76, even though that was super bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
perfect example, actually, a perfect example of how this can affect uh, these this number game, this whole overall number game is Sea of Thieves, and how uh, oh, yeah. G got kind of revitalized the community of Sea of Thieves. Now everyone's streaming Sea of Thieves again, even though there were already streamers streaming Sea of Thieves when it was bad. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Like these smaller streamers have been made a community around this game. Now they get crowded out by these larger streamers because they're back into the game. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine being one of the people who were like kind of in that medium tier that were like really mm-hmm. seeing some growth in that yep. game, and now they're just destroyed. Exactly. So it's kind of like it's either you do it initially, suffer the hit, and keep going until the hype dies down, or you just stay away from it altogether. Yeah, and uh, don't get me wrong. Like I don't think that there's anything we can really do about this like i don't think that yeah. big streamers yeah. should be like yeah i'm not complaining about it it's anything, just, it's, it's, just like, it's how it works it is it is how it works yeah. and i think that's another thing like just kind of talking about beginning streaming and people who are trying to get into it like you often not only will you see the networking thing but you'll see the whole like uh pick a game and stick with it but don't stream Fortnite. you know like you were saying like don't exactly. pick one of those top five games or whatever. Like, so you have this choice between trying to pick a game that's like a good strategy move in the directory, or just going straight for the variety thing. And yep. I think it's even moving in a different direction now, like from variety into the straight up community focused thing. Like, yeah, we were yeah kind yeah. of talking about you know, like people aren't just doing variety streams anymore; they're purposely building their channel towards being more focused on the like community hangouts with the just chatting instead yep. of games so and, I said the just chatting section yeah yeah exactly um it's kind of interesting to watch i don't really have anything major to say about that which it's that's kind of the way that i've set up my channel anyways like i'm way more interested in the future and moving towards stuff like the podcast and just chatting and uh, obviously the D content uh super stoked about D. we're gonna be starting that soon with you in the party i'm pretty excited about that <laughs> yeah but, yeah it's just weird seeing kind Bard of the boys. way that oh yeah the way that things are changing with twitch it's going to be curious to see what it's like in a few years you know if anyone will even be starting channels to play games or if they'll just be starting like yeah, vlog well, channels yeah you know? yeah but that's kind of how Justin TV was. Well, it and it's was, like yeah, how YouTube were... was, you know? Like, every that's true, big yeah. channel was a gaming channel, and now as soon as someone gets to, like, a million subscribers or whatever, they just change to, like, daily vlogs. <laughs> uh, my 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 one to one my kid at school, he he watches this. T- You're a teacher, <laughs> by the way, for anyone that uh, doesn't know. <laughs> Not Samurai. a teacher. I'm a classroom assistant Right, one-on-one. right, right. But uh, I basically do teaching stuff. <laughs> but uh, my kid, he uh, you know, his little reward for when he's getting done this work and whatever is, you know, he gets to go on, you know, the computer or whatever, and okay. he usually watches YouTube. And I almost hit him because he was watching uh, Jake Paul. <laughs> I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> but uh, he watches this like this fake reality. It's yeah. like it's this made up stuff, like a drama. Kinda. Yeah, it's like the stuff that has become the like meta of yeah. YouTube, you know. And I'm that's what kind of so what I was strange. getting at is like that. It seems like Twitch is almost going in that direction because yeah. people figure out the formula of what gets views, you know. And mm-hmm. it's it's just like before YouTube, TV went the same way into this like manufactured yep. reality stuff. And I just yeah, it's literally manufactured. Uh, I was going to say BS, but I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> working, but and it's just, just to, manufactured. Uh, 
to chime in on what you're saying before, like I would never condone hitting a child, but no, if they're yeah, watching Jake Paul, yeah. like I'm definitely okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> well, if you met this kid, I love him. I love him and all, but if you met this kid, he, I, Friday, Thursday, he spent like an hour cursing me out. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm not changing my stance on what I just told oh, you. So man. you might well just be quiet. And I can't even worried. get into the whole YouTube thing, man. Like. <laughs> The channels that they choose to promote and then the channels that they choose God. to demonetize and ban is like completely the opposite of what they should be doing. It's so weird. But, uh, all right, we've gone off on some crazy tangents here. Um, so another thing that I wanted to kind of ask people about when I interview them, and uh, if you have anything to chime in on here, definitely let me know. This is like my first uh, formal interview. Uh-huh. Um, I want to know what people's kind of passions are outside of Twitch. So I've kind of got what your like goals or kind of lack thereof on Twitch mm-hmm. are. What's what are your like big hobbies, interests, passions outside of Twitch? Uh, obviously uh maybe helping kids and stuff like that is one of them with your job. Uh what else do you like to do, man? Uh what do I like <laughs> to do? Uh, besides video games, I mean, like if Twitch disappeared life. tomorrow and you had to like pick like what your I big do. passion for what you wanted to like work towards in your life, I guess like what's what's that all about for you? In all truthfulness, Twitch has like uh, really cut into the amount of time I used to read slash listen to books. Definitely, it's, agree it's, with it's that. incredible. It cut out a lot of that, and it's incredible. Like even if I'm done streaming, I either have something to do or I'm too tired. So normally, I'll be, when I'm before I go to bed, I'll normally be the time I listen to a book or something like that. Yeah, and I just don't do it anymore. The Twitch grind uh, is real, man. Yeah. For sure, I work like fifty hours a week. Come home try to get in a little time hanging out with the girlfriend stream and then it's like time to go to bed i definitely see where you can be missing out on some personal Mm -hmm. uh growth and reading time and stuff like that um i think i remember you mentioning you were kind of into writing and you'd like to get into some of that which i can definitely relate to and don't have enough time for either (laughs) and that's part of it too a, a big part of why i want to get into the podcast and doing more of the like just chatting stuff on stream is to kind of make a pathway for me to be able to make more time to do that kind of stuff Uh and still stream if that makes sense yeah which i think is a good kind of idea for anyone that's feeling like they're missing out on that uh extra creative time in their personal lives you know like if you're really devoted to twitch kind of try to make a path where you can do both yeah that's what that's kind of why i started up the Okay, the Anthem channel that I haven't got around to. Oh, yeah. Uh, Samurai's going to do, like, an Anthem, like, lore and behind-the-scenes channel, if anyone's interested in that. He's got some pretty cool ideas for that. Yeah. Also, another thing I was going to say is uh, just on the exact same topic we were just talking about, I saw that you wanted to start up, like, a book club on Twitch, Uh which I thought was a really cool idea, which is exactly what we were just kind of tapping into there. Yeah, yeah. The book club thing is, uh, I haven't panned on any, like, really, because Donald made a good point in, like, the prices of books. Prices, books are expensive, dude. Right. And I understand that. Uh, I definitely understand that. So it'll be, I think I would just probably, like, uh, make some uh, illegal stuff and uh, distribute <laughs> the things. <laughs> That's definitely one but, uh, way of doing that. Hopefully no one hears this. Um. <laughs> oh, well, brutal. <laughs> but, no, not in that way. 
God damn it. Hopefully no one hears this podcast that's being broadcast. Hopefully the fuzz doesn't hear this. Yeah. I'll be sure not to uh, mention it to any FBI agents. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> God No, you're good, man. I, I get what you're saying. But yeah, the price point of that can be a little steep. Um, so I will try to do something a little bit more free. And definitely the books, like, I'll try to stay away from books I've already read. You can um, definitely do stuff that's like uh, public domain. I think I might have mentioned yeah, that to you. You know, yeah. some of the older books, like a lot of the big, like all-time classic literature, is in the public domain, and you can get it for free online. You know, okay. That might be a good. Sorry, that might be a good. Uh, good idea there, there too. Yeah, um, for sure. But the creative, what you said about being uh, a little bit more creative with my time, and that's kind of why I've been thinking about the book and the book, uh, the book club and the Anthem channel and everything like that. Because you kind of like it's not like it's a streaming isn't a chore, but it's definitely not. It's evolved past the hobby at this point. Right. It sucks up a lot of time. It sucks up in the best possible way, but uh, yeah, it does. Totally it does eat up time. Um. Yeah, I think that's a good uh, thing, man. I think you just got to let it uh, kind of work for you instead of against you, which uh-huh. I know I definitely struggle with as well. It's kind of why I wanted to start the D&D content on the stream is not because I think it's a great a, idea. Yeah, it's I, it's not also because can't I can't wait for Divinity too. Yeah, I'm stoked yeah. for that. Um, <laughs> if you're listening to this when it comes out, hopefully tonight, which is February 16th, 2019, uh Tomorrow morning, we will be starting the Divinity 2 playthrough on stream, and Samurai will be part of that as well. But mm-hmm. speaking of the D&D, uh, I'm, I'm not starting it because I think it's going to be some fantastic uh, content that everyone's going to want to watch. I It's really just born out of like necessity, like we're talking about. like I've just, in the last couple months, just fallen in love with playing D&D, and it's one of the passions that I really want to pursue more and spend more time doing. And in my regular personal time, I'm only getting to play yeah. like maybe a couple hours a week, you know. And it's become all-encompassing. <laughs> yeah, it's super fun, and it's really complex, and it's it's just really interesting to me. It's got everything I like out of a game, pretty much. So the only way to add more time playing it really is to add it into the stream because, like you said, the stream has become more yeah. time-consuming in a good way than pretty much anything. So, uh-huh. Yeah, I think a lot of people could could take that advice and make a lot of good use out of it is adding that more creative stuff and spending yeah. their stuff that they want to do in their free time on stream. And then I think that's a good way to show your community like that you're, you're more, more of a, than like, just a three dimensional exactly. person. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. That you have actually interest and I'm not just here to play a game for you. So one, one last thing I want to get into before we start to head towards wrapping it up here. Speaking uh-huh. of those outside interests, we're both, uh, a rare thing in the video game community, which is a professional basketball fan. Um, <laughs> you don't get to talk to too many people in the Twitch world. I know. Full the of, second uh, we started talking about basketball video games, uh, yeah, every time we bring it up, it seems like the chat just goes dead. <laughs> it's, it's a huge passion for me. I've been obsessed with the NBA since I was probably uh, in my early teenage years i grew up watching uh the whole lebron domination era and he's been a huge huge inspiration to me not only in the basketball world but just as kind of a a force for trying to do good things um i'm a huge nba fan and it's cool finding someone that is also a fan so have you been following this season pretty closely at all and uh 
Do you try I mean, to get other people into it at all? So uh, my core group of friends, this is I'm going to speak about a little, a little other things. So my core group of friends doesn't like to do a lot of things. Okay. You know, my actual <laughs> friends outside, you know, of uh, my male friends outside of uh, the internet you know, world. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they will not play D and D with me. So damn. <laughs> They uh, I I I propose this. Yeah, it's a strange, but I would like to do it. It's this race called the Gambler Five Hundred up in like Oregon, where you buy a five hundred dollar car and you travel for like two hours, two days. Dude, I'm. Like, I, I would be so into that. Sounds so awesome, right? Yeah, like, just man. Me. Yeah, but that they don't do that. And uh, yes, they're into sports, but they're not into sports. Like I listen to sports talk radio ninety nine percent of the time on a car. They're just not into that, so it's, right. it's it's nice to find someone to actually talk about talk about sports, though. Definitely, man. I definitely agree, and that's kind of the same way here. Like, uh, other than not having a huge like core group of friends that's interested in the same stuff, I'm pre- I'm from a pretty tiny place. If anyone uh, is uh-huh. just just finding the podcast somehow, I'm from a town that is only fifty thousand people, and it's the biggest town in my state so there's not a whole lot of 50,000 oh yeah. geez, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of hard to find people not only that are into video games and twitch and the whole nerd culture thing but are also into sports at the same time which is like nobody's into both of those things so it is really cool like another just amazing quality of the crazy technology of the internet just being able to really find the 0.01 percent of people who are Totally. Yeah, uh, can, exactly. Yeah. So that's awesome, man. I, uh, we'll definitely have to keep in touch about that kind of stuff. And hopefully I've, I've been thinking I want to do some type of like coverage of maybe the NBA playoffs or something like doing a special like uh-huh. episode of the podcast every week talking about like how the playoffs are going and maybe doing some coverage leading up to the finals and stuff like that. So maybe I'll that's be able to have you back on and talk some basketball when the postseason starts i'm willing to talk some basketball now that i the problem okay the problem i have with basketball is that see you know i'm from philadelphia now and my sixers (laughs) are doing really good right uh so it's like they're like they're the center of my basketball like world at the moment so like kind of put a blindish to everybody outside of the the east pretty much um that's a threat to us anyway so (laughs) i gotta expand my horizons a little bit yeah maybe uh um, maybe doing a basketball related uh, bit of podcasting would kind of give you a reason uh-huh. to check out some other stuff. I I have the opposite of a, a thing with the NBA is being from Wyoming. We don't have any professional yeah. sports teams at all. The closest one to me would be like the Denver Nuggets and the like, Utah Jazz. And I like both Great of team. those teams pretty good, uh-huh. but neither of them I would ever call like my home team, you know, gotcha. so... I'm just more of a fan of the sport in general, and I like individual players and stuff like that. And I'll I'll root for the occasional team that I feel like I like more. But really, overall, I don't have what I would consider a team, and I think that's kind of why I've been so into the entire sport. So it'd be cool to have both takes on things, you know. Mm-hmm. So I definitely would like to uh, have you back sometime to try to get into that a little bit more. Definitely. Being a fan of like another team in Philadelphia is like borderline blasphemy. Like you're not allowed. <laughs> right. I feel like there's a couple of towns in in the country that are like that, like huge sports towns, like obviously yeah. Boston and Yeah, I'm about to say Philly. Boston is the same way. Like if you're in Boston and you're not a fan of 
the either their baseball teams or the Celtics or whatever. Like they're just you're an outsider, right? Patriots. Yeah. Or if you're from Chicago and you don't like the Bulls, it's you're just exactly. a monster, you know. <laughs> so it's kind of cool. Like I like that you have that. Like it mm-hmm. gives you another sense of community within your hometown and stuff. Oh and yeah, dude. Man, I also when like won a Super Bowl, it. <laughs> it was just fantastic. Just uh, dude. Oh yeah, man. I bet. Fantastic like, Super Bowl time party city. overload. Dude, it was just, it was a great time. I wish I had a better phone when I recorded it. I would have showed you all this stuff, but my phone was pretty <laughs> trash at the time. That's all right. But, that um, is cool, man. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. It was, it was a great time. Nice. Well, um, I, let me, uh, I, I do have one more segment of things that I wanted to talk okay. to you about that I uh, forgot from earlier, but let me see. We have some viewer <laughs> questions, which is going to be a segment that I have going on every time. Now let me see if I can find them, get them pulled up here. I'm going to try to do this before every interview from now on, just for anyone uh, tuning in. I'm going to ask the viewers if they have any questions for my guest. I'm going to post them in the Discord. So if you're listening, definitely head over to my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Eldersith, and get on the Discord link so you can get in there and ask your questions. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just going to get this one oh, out God. of the way first. So you definitely don't have to answer if you want. For some reason, the first question someone asked was, how traumatic was your childhood? <laughs> I, I don't even understand that. Uh, I have no problem speaking about my childhood. I'd say, okay, so, I mean, do we, how deep do we want to get You definitely now? don't have to go, like, super okay. hardcore deep. Okay. If you had a terrible childhood, uh-huh. I am very sorry. No, it I wasn't. relate to you. It wasn't the greatest, I'll say that. All right. But, um... Do you feel like that made you get more interested in, like, getting into Twitch and doing entertaining? That's just a question from me. Huh. Because I feel like that is a huge part of it for me. Uh, I'd say maybe slightly. Okay. Uh, I've always been that type of... Uh, I've always teetered the line of like being essentially mute or being really loud and jovial. So are you like Twitch kind of fifty fifty on introvert extrovert type of thing? Exactly. Yeah. I've done multiple tests and everything. Even I had someone do like a a career pro- like whatever they do when you get like a business job at a desk or something. Do you know what your uh, personal personality type is? By the way, ENTP. Like? Okay, cool. I think I'm a yeah. INFJ. INF. I don't know which one that is. Mine's is like the debater one. Where nice. I'm, just, I'm a jerk to most people. Yeah, me too, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a uh, slightly more lighthearted question here is: uh, How tall are you? Uh, six one. Nice. Uh, me too, pretty much. Nice. Uh, how do you feel about the Shaggy memes that have been going around? They're dead. Please yeah, stop. Dude, thank it's you. Just, thank it's you. just it's oh just Chuck Norris all over again. Like yeah. God, that, it, it was dead was like day one. Past a month. Like, <laughs> it was it was dead on day one. Leave it be. I have a I have a very good friend who loved the Chuck Norris memes back in the day and like on junior high. <laughs> uh, I, I every time he said it, I'll just have to just hit him. Yeah. Just, how old just are stop you? By it. the way, just uh, twenty five. Okay, I'm twenty six. Uh, are you an anime fan? I think I already know this, but you can go ahead and answer for everybody listening. I am anime fan, but I'm not otaku. I'll say that. <laughs> Do you have a couple of uh, your favorite shows you could mention? Yeah. Uh, favorite show of all time will always and forever be Cowboy Bebop. Greatest anime of all time. Dope. Yep. Uh, some close 
I say five or so, and within my top five is Samurai Shampoo. Okay, for uh, obvious reasons, rap beats and uh, Samurai Swords. Awesome. Yeah, okay, can't beat that. Uh, trying to think of one more for you. Can't. Um, it'll come to me eventually. But yeah, I I love anime as a, I guess kind of as an art. Yeah, and a storyteller sure. method. It definitely is. Uh, but I am by no means like a weeb. I will say, like, I'm <laughs> by no, no expert. It's definitely not like uh um. Oh, at least not like my life, essentially. Right. Yeah, I would agree with that. I I'm think a, once I'm you cross that line. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, I really love illustration and the different music and compositions that they use in anime. And I really like a lot of it, but it's definitely not anything that I would consider myself an expert yeah. in. I like all the I'm shows just, that you mentioned as well. Cowboy Bebop, yeah. I think, not even in anime, just one of the best shows of all time. It's awesome, dude. Um, I'm saying all this about not being a weeb, as I remember a shirt where it's like an anime girl with like senpai over her eyes it was, it was, a, cool, it was, it was a cool shirt though dude i'll, I'll trust uh, you on that for sure i'll show it to you in this card. <laughs> so i think uh other than the the silly question of uh why didn't you stream today says uh donald that's that's gonna be it yeah, for I today it's home already. <laughs> all right i'll have to just so, give him some shit when we see I'll him just, again i'll just say that Streamlabs obs sucks um if you have the time just use obs because it'll save you some time well Damn. it won't save you time it will save you the annoyance of having something that should be pretty fairly light as far as resources just destroy your computer getting so. back to that uh topic earlier of how you would think that Maybe maybe we were talking about this before we started recording, but we were talking about how you would think that streaming software would be really difficult to use because of how yeah, intensive streaming is not, and how yeah. video and audio recording software should be pretty easy. But I think it's actually mm-hmm. the opposite. Like anyone could pretty much plug and play and start streaming. Yep. And for me, Streamlabs OBS has really I think helped me with that a lot. It's super street like streamlined yeah. and user friendly, but a lot of because that existed, I got back into it. streaming. Yeah, yeah because I, I, it was like, oh, okay, this is just drag and drop. Cool, dude. Like I got it. <laughs> and then you realize that you can't play certain games because either one, my PC is not strong enough, or two, it's just not really. It is very it play too uh, well with it. CPU intensive. It seems like for sure a lot <laughs> yeah, of people have issues with it. I've been lucky enough that I have not had a lot of problems with it, but. Hopefully when they get to, like, I think it's still in beta or whatever, but when they, whenever is. the full release version comes out, hopefully they'll kind of get it figured out. Streaming, uh, I think, is still in such its, like, infant state. Who knows what it's going to be like in, like, 10 years. Most computers will probably just be able to do it automatically. <laughs> yeah. The computer, computers in general, like, I remember it was, like, nearly impossible for me to get a competent computer, but now it's kind of like, oh, I could just fall into a PC part if I really wanted to. Yeah. yeah. Everything's becoming so much I'm more acceptable. for technology and... Uh, Which is why I don't understand why no one... I don't understand why people still play on consoles. I do, because I have friends on consoles. That's but the like, whole thing, man, is just the, the friends thing. Like, you... In, re- have in reality, they cost people. the same amount of money. Yeah, well, people don't understand that, you know? Like, <laughs> people think, like, I'm not a nerd. I don't want to play computer games. I just want to yeah. play Call of Duty. So they buy the Xbox, and then... And then I hand them their controller and plug it into the computer. I'm like, here you go, dude. (laughs) I think people are starting to come around on that. You know, like the more accessible gaming PCs and stuff become, the more people will realize Mm -hmm. it. And as soon as, uh, like, this is kind of off 
subject a little bit, I guess, but like my mom's boyfriend has a, like an eight year old son mm-hmm. and he is a huge Fortnite fan, obviously like any other little kid. Yeah. So he came over to my house and he wanted to play Fortnite on my Xbox, but I told him, <laughs> I was like, you can play it on my PC. It's going to a lot better. Yeah. He's like, oh, you can play Fortnite on the PC? He didn't even know. What? And I sat him down at my, like, streaming computer, you know, and he, like, mm-hmm. like three hours later, he's like, okay, I'm, I, like, don't ever want to play an Xbox again. This is amazing. Oh, you got them frames, boy. You <laughs> yeah. get them frames, huh? Like the dual monitor, like, amazing PC <laughs> thing. So I think the more kids, like, grow up with that kind of experience, yeah. then it'll become just more and more mainstream, mm-hmm. you know, which is good for everybody. But we've kind of bounced around all over the place. I think that's enough oh, yeah. for today. I, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the of podcast, course, being our first it's guest my ever. Pleasure. Huge, huge support and shout out for you, man. Mm-hmm. Definitely everybody go over and check out uh, twitch.tv slash softcore samurai. Mm-hmm. We had some major uh, problems getting the recording to work today, so Samurai was a huge help. And, we both had our fair share of technical issues today. <laughs> hanging out on the line for like an hour before we got started today, so he's a super, super patient and awesome guy, fantastic streamer, and a good friend of mine. Do you have anything you want to pimp or shout out before you uh, take off uh, for the end here? The first episode of the Lore Channel should be out at the latest Wednesday. At the latest. And that this will be Wednesday the 20th? Uh, 20th. Yeah, Wednesday the 20th. At the latest, Wednesday the 20th. I, and what's your I just gotta, uh, YouTube? It's just Softcore Samurai Softcore, on YouTube? Yep. Softcore Samurai on YouTube. All right, um, everybody go check that. I'll try to uh, put a link to that either in this show notes or somewhere where people can pretty easily find it. Uh, I stream on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. 9 p.m. Eastern, and I also stream on Saturdays 9 a.m. Eastern for you uh, UK folks. Nice. Yeah, you got to have that one morning stream per week so yeah. the, the Euro people can tune in. That's a huge thing for me. Uh, cool, man. Thank you so much for all of that. Uh-huh. I hope everyone will definitely give you some love. You definitely deserve it. it. Um, yeah, I'll have to have you back. I'll let you know about sometime soon, and maybe we can talk some more basketball and get into some more fun stuff and not talk about stupid Twitch meta and Wait, what's the name of the podcast called again? The Elder Council Podcast. The Elder Council Podcast. Okay. I thought it was going to call it like the Elder Sith Experience, like Joe Rogan. <laughs> I no, am like, a huge Joe Rogan awesome. fan. I Dude, have you watched the Killer it. Mike interview yet, man? You yeah, got to watch it. That's one of my favorite ones, man. I'm a huge God, Killer Mike so and the Jules so fan. Good. Huge fan. One of the one of my favorite rappers ever. And he's a super smart and awesome Dude, he's a, social he's guy. incredibly like, intelligent. I would love to get to that point on this podcast at some point, mm-hmm. but who knows, man. Right now, we're <laughs> talking about anime and (laughs) (laughs) anime (laughs) like twitch issues yeah so we'll see if we can evolve to joe rogan status we probably have to do a lot more dmt to get to that level but (laughs) thank you so much for coming on um of course i I really appreciate you man and uh that'll be it for today man everyone uh thanks for tuning in and we will catch you on the next one hopefully the next episode will be up within the next uh, week or two